Hello everyone, welcome to the Weekly Live podcast, the podcast that I have created to help women like myself live a happier and healthier life physically and mentally. So today's episode we're going to talk about nutrition and the reason I've chosen nutrition for this episode is because a lot of people come to me saying that they are in a fairly good routine with their exercise or they tend to know what they're doing but it's the food side of things that they struggle with. And I can completely relate to this because before I really got serious about my fitness journey I often found that I was exercising to look a certain way or to see certain results and it wasn't until I realised that nutrition is 80% of your progress that I actually started to see real changes. So today I'm going to chat to you about three different places that you could potentially be going wrong with your nutrition and this is basically based on common problems that I see my own clients have um, and also from my own experience as well. So let's get straight into it. So one of the biggest problems that I tend to see is the quantity of people's food. And when I say quantity, you're probably thinking, oh yeah, massive portions, but it can actually be on the flip side of that in the fact that people don't often eat enough, normally Monday to Thursday, and then Friday to Sunday, they completely go on a blowout. Which, if I'm being completely honest, I can fully relate to because when I first downloaded MyFitnessPal to count my calories, I think it spat out like 1,200 calories, the classic, and I didn't know any different. I was like, oh, that must be right because that's what MyFitnessPal says. So I actually attempted to eat 1,200 calories Monday to Thursday and there was a couple of issues with this. So the first one is a lot of people don't realise that even if they led down and did absolutely nothing all day, your body would burn a certain amount of calories. Um, And that is literally through things like your organs working. So your heart beating, breathing, like thinking, moving, whatever that is, you would burn calories. And and this basically called your basal metabolic rate. Um, so in short, it's how many calories you would burn just from doing nothing all day. And for most people, or I would say 99% of people over the age of four years old, burn more than 1,200 calories a day just by doing nothing. So you can see that if you try and eat 1,200 calories a day, you're not even giving your body enough to do its basic job, and that's just to live. And when I found that out, I was literally my mind blown because I was like, no wonder I can't stick to 1,200 calories because my body needs even more than that to function. But before I knew that, and what I often see with my own clients, is people won't eat enough because they think that they need to be eating really low amounts of food to see results. And they'll say things to me like, I don't even feel like I eat that much and I don't really lose weight. And it's actually because you're eating such a small amount in the week And then it gets to the weekend and you're like, I can't maintain this small amount of food. So I'm just going to have what I want and screw it. I'll start again on Monday. 
And that is why you can't lose weight because you're probably pushing yourself out of a calorie deficit on that weekend. So you're almost undoing everything that you have done throughout the week. So I always say, if you are scared to eat more, I would increase the amount you eat. So if you do calorie count, I would give yourself a good amount of calories based on your own age, height, weight, activity levels, etc. And it's better to eat more consistently than to try and eat less Monday to Thursday and then not being able to maintain it and literally just put it back on all over the weekend. Another common thing that I see with not eating enough is wanting to, if you're calorie counting, is wanting to bank calories for the weekend. So for example, I could give a client a calorie target of 1,650 and I would look and they would say to me oh on Wednesday I was so hungry because I and I ended up eating 600 calories over my calorie target and I felt like a failure and then I'll look and on the Tuesday so the day before they would have only eaten like 1200 calories and you're like that's why you're hungry because you have completely starved your body of energy the day before and next day it's asking for it back basically so don't always think you're doing the right thing by completely lowering your calories because you're not Um, you're actually just setting yourself up to fail and you're making it a lot harder for yourself and then like I said you have got the flip side where people eat either too much or they're actually eating a lot more than what they think and I know this was the same for me when I started my own journey um, which I actually went on a meal plan on the first couple of weeks with my own coach and she sent me something like 120 grams of potato and normally you would just do the classic like oh yeah one potato per person and I think I weighed that potato and it was something like 400 grams so I was eating like more than triple the amount of potato than what I actually needed and I know it sounds like 120 grams must have not been a lot but actually even though it didn't look that much when I cut it up and weighed it it was plenty and actually your body doesn't need huge portions it needs enough to do its job and to make sure you're fueling your body correctly but equally not to the point that you end up overeating and eating more than what you burn in calories each day. And I think that's why I've started with portions. And that is because a lot of people think you need to be doing this to lose weight, like extra cardio to lose weight. You need to be doing a certain diet plan to lose weight. The reality is every diet works because it creates what's called a calorie deficit. And a calorie deficit is where you eat less than what you burn each day. So it doesn't matter if you're doing fasting, if you're doing shakes, if you're doing you know, a local diet club, it all creates a calorie deficit. So you may as well eat the foods that you actually enjoy eating and the right amounts to, and see results in the most enjoyable way possible. And at the end of the day, your body is the biggest food diary you can keep. So you know if you're eating too much based on how much fat you're carrying and you know if you're eating too little, again, based on how much fat you're carrying. 
Another common problem that I see is in the types of food people eat. So first and foremost, not getting the right amount of protein, carbs and fats within your diet. Um, And secondly, um, the quality of your food. And this is particularly um, useful to know when it comes to calorie counting, because if I set my client 1,500 calories as a target and they filled that 1,500 calories with McDonald's then, and somebody else filled it with three meals a day that has the right amount of protein, carbs and fats within their um, calorie goal, the second person would be a lot fuller than the other person and they would also feel feel a lot better than the other person because the types of food that you consume have an effect on how you feel in yourself. So the best bit of advice I can give for this is to work on what I call an 80-20 balance and that basically means that 80% of your foods are nutritional, good foods that actually provide your body something Um, And then 20% of your foods are the foods that you enjoy. Um, And I'm not going to label certain foods as good and bad because I don't actually think that any food is good and bad. It's just about getting the right balance of foods. And then just on that protein part. So a lot of people will come to me saying, I've tried to count calories, but it didn't really work for me because I just ended up filling them with rubbish, kind of like what I've just mentioned, right? And actually, when they are set macro targets, so macros are your proteins, your carbs, and your fat goals. And when people are set protein targets, they realize they can actually use their calories in a much better way. So for a start, protein makes you a lot fuller for longer. So if somebody had a breakfast that was purely carbs, they'd probably be hungry again by you know, 10 o'clock. Whereas if somebody had a breakfast that was high in protein, then they'd have, it'd probably keep them going until lunchtime. You see what I'm saying? So protein is going to keep you a lot fuller for longer and therefore keep you within your calories throughout the day much more consistently. So if you haven't already, I definitely recommend setting yourself a protein goal, especially if you're calorie counting. So I usually recommend about 25 to 30% of your calories are protein. Um, And you know, the normal calorie trackers can um, work that out for you. If you don't calorie count, then I recommend just getting starting by focusing on protein in your breakfast, your lunch and your dinner. So your three main meals. And if you follow me on Instagram, I recently did a whole week of protein tips. So a bit of a mini protein series. And I had so many of you message me saying how helpful it was. So if you haven't seen that, go and check it out. My Instagram is lift by Lucy Victoria. Um, and there's about seven days worth of posts. And I've also saved them all to my nutritional highlight. And if you were around for that protein week and you need a bit of a refresh, I definitely recommend going and having a look again. And then the last place, and I think probably the most common place that people struggle is through emotional eating. And that could literally be for so many reasons. It could be boredom. It could be a stressful day at work. It could be happy eating. So like when, you know, something goes well, you treat yourself. And here, I think a lot of people tend to struggle between what is emotional eating and what is an actual binge eating disorder. And the best way I can distinguish the two is 
the level of control. So when people overeat and they physically cannot stop themselves and they, you know, they're not even really conscious that it's happening, that's when you're binge eating um, and that's when you need to get kind of professional help. Um, but for the majority, it's just emotional eating and it's it's where you can control what you're doing and if you really wanted to stop you could so i've got two tips for this the first one which i know has worked so well for a lot of people and that is making yourself what i call a happy list um and you can put whatever you want on your happy list like for me it could genuinely be like going and seeing my mum's dog rosie she is super cute golden retriever um and she'll be chuffed that she's got a mention on the podcast but it could be something as simple as that so sit down and have a think about the things that bring you genuine joy that don't involve food and when you are struggling or you find yourself in an emotional situation get that list out and go and do something else that is going to occupy your brain and make you feel better about yourself And just to add to that, it also applies when something good happens. So when I think of something that I really want that perhaps I can't quite afford yet or or I don't feel like I can justify it now for whatever reason that may be, I will make a list of it in my phone and it's called the present to myself list. And when something goes right, I will treat myself to something from that list. So you're still treating yourself if you know, if you're celebrating something, I actually think it's really important that you do celebrate your wins, because otherwise you're always moving on to the next thing and always striving for more without actually appreciating what you've worked for. Um, So create your present to yourself list, write some bits that you want in there. And next time something goes well, instead of rewarding yourself with food, reward yourself with something on the list. And if you do follow me on Instagram, you will see that this week for the launch of Project Lift, which is my second and amazing coaching option, um, I uh, bought myself some new Prosecco glasses. They were literally like 12 pounds out of Sainsbury's. But I smashed mine when we moved house and I've been drinking Prosecco out of a giant wine glass. And for any Prosecco or champagne snobs out there like me, you will know that drinking Prosecco out of a wine glass does not have the same effect. But in the past, I probably would have gone and treated myself with a giant bag of chocolate buttons and then wondered why my body wasn't getting to where it wants to get to. And that was because I was actually eating 600 calories in chocolate buttons that I didn't really allow for. And then the second thing that I would recommend trying is what I call taking a pause or a break. So sometimes when we find ourselves in an emotional situation, without even realising, we'll just go to the cupboards and be like, oh, I'm just going to treat myself like, screw it, what's the point? Um, And we don't even give ourselves five seconds between the emotional situation and the reaction. So just taking that time to take yourself out of that emotional situation and to concentrate your brain elsewhere will stop yourself from reacting so quickly. So an example of this could be in a walk or 
Sometimes, and actually, my VA, Chloe, told me this on one of um, a live chat that I did with her. Um, and she came up with going for what she calls a mindful wee. So if you're in the office and you are having like a stressful moment and, you know, there's office snacks sat there and you're like, oh, I'm just going to treat myself to the office snacks because I'm having a bad day. Take yourself to the toilet because there's probably nowhere else you can really go during that time and have what you call a mindful wee where you go to to the toilet, you have a wee and you actually just think about what you're doing there and then to almost distract yourself from the stressful situation back in the office. And I actually thought that was a really good idea. And a lot of my clients went away saying they were going to have mindful weeds that day. So if you've forgotten about that and you're listening, then definitely try it. But what putting that space there actually does, um, whether that's going for a wee or whether it's going out for a walk or it might be phoning a friend and talking it through, whatever that space does is it trains your brain not to react in the same way next time potentially not next time but it will start to realize that okay we're having a stressful situation i'm not going to turn to food during this time because that's not what my automatic reaction is anymore and it won't always be easy like it's like anything right when it's new you have to consciously think about it an example i give here is like learning to drive so when you first got in a car you didn't just get in the car and know how to drive it and when you did know how to drive it it wasn't just natural every time you got in the car and now you can probably drive places without even thinking about you know what you're even doing and it's the same with emotional emotional eating in the sense that at the moment you might struggle to take yourself out of that situation and not turn to food but the more and more you practice and the more and more you do it the better you will get at it so if you are struggling to see results and that is you know whether getting fitter stronger losing weight or just generally trying to feel happier and healthier in yourself look at your nutrition because your nutrition and how you feel your body is such a big part of the process and there is just three ways that most people struggle and some small changes that can be made straight away today that can improve your relationship with food. So I hope that was helpful. And if you do need more help with your nutrition, then check out my Instagram, Lift by Lucy Victoria. Feel free to pop me a message um, with what you're struggling with because I'm always happy to give some free advice. But if you do need extra support, then I have now got two very exciting coaching options, which you can see the results on my Instagram from the ladies that I help um, who have gone through transformational journeys with food um, and get yourself signed up. Have a good rest of your day, everybody, and I will speak to you soon.